What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Interns Podcast with your boy Nate and your other boy. It's your other boy. It's your other boy, Brad Connolly. Uh, we just want to get this right, right at the gate. We want to let you know we are both exhausted. Pretty uh, yeah. yeah, we've been doing we've been done some hard work today, but we've also just been doing a lot of things throughout this week. So yeah. if, if there's a lack of energy. That's what it is. We're going to try to create some energy, but we'll see what, what happens. I can like elevate my voice. Yeah. Or for all the listeners out there, I can tell them that like I am raising the roof this mm. whole podcast. Yeah. I mean, his hands have not stopped moving. I'm watching them. They're just still going. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. It's going to, all right. I'll tell you when I stop. <laughs> He's not stopping. <laughs> all right, Brad, what'd you do this week, man? I'm raising the roof. He stopped. I quit. He stopped. No, he stopped. I didn't even mean to. Uh, <laughs> you, you lasted a good. I'm not a good seconds. multitasker, man. Okay, I legit. I don't think I could do this and talk at the same time. Yep. No, I can't no, do it's it. Impossible. Okay. Um, I'll talk about what I didn't do this uh, week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, we talked about my birthday yesterday or last week, right? Mm-hmm. And it was fun and all that. What I didn't know. Was that there was a surprise party for me? Jess did a really mm. good job. Yeah, at hiding it. We had a good time. Yeah. So last Sunday, what I was going to do was after church, I was going to go skydiving. Yeah. By myself, uh, first time ever. I've wanted to go for like two years, but last time it got rained out, mm. and then when it got rained out, I was like, I just never bothered trying it again. I, I was pretty defeated and won at skydiving, so I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. You already have to talk yourself up to yeah, go yeah. and sign up once. So, so I got signed up for it again. And Sunday it got rained out, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday got rained out. It was a dreary day on Sunday. Yeah. Tag into that. Like so many people are getting sick around us. Yeah. So many. I have like a little thing of the sniffles, but I think it's just because. It's going around the land it, right now. Man. It, got, it got cold like the first actual time it got cold. And I, yeah. think my, I think my body's like, whoa, hey, in Florida? Come on. Oh, man. I know. You guys tricked me. Um, <laughs> I moved to Florida to get away from the cold, and it has been crap recently with some of this cold weather. Today's been nicer, but the yeah. fact that I have to wear a jacket kind of rubs me in the wrong way. So... Sorry that minus five points for Florida. I'm sorry that we fooled you. You did fool me. Everybody's like Sunshine State. Ain't no sunshine. Okay, it's out. There's a lot of sunshine, but the days that there's no sunshine sucks. Yeah, I'm honest. Yeah. Um, we have a working theory that we there was a youth event right before Thanksgiving. We think that it may have gotten spread around there because I mean, man, people were dropping like flies over Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I felt bad. Uh, for for them, uh, me and Kate, we got sick over Thanksgiving, but we just didn't tell anybody. Um, which <laughs> True. you know, whatever. Kind of out of myself right there, but it's whatever. Um, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. So so you're supposed to go skydiving, yeah. But you didn't. You thought you were going to go alone, yeah. So I, I thought I was going to go alone, and so you. You and Pastor Dan's family went and saw a movie, mm-hmm. and you invited me. But my other friend, who I've been really trying to connect to a lot more, said, like, hey, do you want to come over sometime today? And I was like, yeah. And then you invited me to the movies. Yeah. Unbeknownst to me, you were in on this the whole time. Yes. Yeah. So 
I I like I flake out on the movie. Uh, so I go to my friend's house. You're a bad friend. Yeah, terrible friend. I I head to my friend's house like in my pajamas. So while while we continue to pause the story and and talk about the most random things, I don't really like pajamas in public. Yeah, and my favorite thing is they were not pajamas. They were sweat. They were just simple sweatpants. And the fact of the matter was, I chose to wear sweatpants that day. <laughs> and so you came in, you're like, guys, I'm so sorry that I'm dressed this way. I'm in my PJs. And me and you look basically identical at that moment. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I'm not apologizing because I chose to do this and I stand by it. So there's our different fashion statements right there. I just, ugh, I don't know. So, yeah, so I'm in my jammies. And I walk in and I'm just like talking to my friend, ex- excited to spend time with him. Avatar The Last Airbender's on TV. Yeah. I'm like, great choice. I walk in and everybody just, yeah, surprise. Yeah, right around and that I corner. scared the mess out They're of me. They're all sitting in the kitchen. What you don't know is there was like two people that showed up late to that. Um, and we got texts from Jess that you guys, you were close. And so we did the whole, every time somebody would get close, we'd be like, oh, wait, wait, this is right, this is right. And then they'd walk in and we'd be like, oh, gosh, it's you. <laughs> are you kidding me? Get over here. Get, get. He's almost here. Join the mob. Why did? Why are you late? But So it was good. Uh, after the surprise, uh, it was amazing. I yeah. got fed chicken tenders. Some tendies. So we got pub, pub subs. Yeah. You don't like pub subs, though. No. Tendies. That was for us. Yeah. And then Jess got me a cookie cake. Mm. That said a joke I haven't said in a long time. The cookie cake had written on it, find the toenail. Yeah. Yeah. And then we played a game called Splendor, and that was a lot that of fun. That was a lot of fun. A yeah. little board game of Splendor. So shout out to anybody that plays Splendor. Uh, but you you also, you thought you were going to be jumping alone. Yeah. But surprise, you were actually not jumping alone. Yeah. The the friend I was going to, vi- was visiting who hosted the party was going to jump with me. Yeah, that would have been, I, I'm I'm more sad about that because I think that would have been, that I know the surprise. You? Huh? That it's not you. No, no, no. Um, I can't, I, I was going to do it with you. Then I saw the price tag and I said, <laughs> no way. Um, But no, because that would have been, because that would have been the same day. Think about this. You get to the jumping place thinking you're jumping alone. Surprise when your best buds is like, I'm jumping with you. Because you didn't know. No, no clue. And then after that, he's like, hey, come over. And then it's a surprise birthday. Another surprise. Dude, think about, so just think about the great planning that Jess and Aaron went into. I just outed your friend's name, but it's okay. Yeah, Um, it's okay. Love you, Aaron. Yeah. So, I mean- it's a thought that counts. It meant a whole lot. Yeah. It meant a whole lot. And we were we were glad to to celebrate your birthday. Um, even though we celebrated it on the weekend. Um, it was a fun time. No, I'm not saying you're bad friends, but if you were great friends, you would have then, after the party, let yourself into my house and hid in my bedroom. Mm. So when I walked in to go to bed, surprise! And you're like, guys, I'm in my jammies. Yeah, and they're like, we, we've we already seen you in your jam jams. <laughs> oh, that would have been fun. <laughs> your jam jams. Would have had, so, I would have held Ferguson. I'm not saying you're bad friends, but I mean. that's uh, We're saving that for next year. Next year. Next year. Um, well, cool. No, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. But, yeah, so, that's not 
obviously it's live stuff. That's not intern stuff, but we like to do live together as well. So we didn't throw you a surprise party. No, my, my, <laughs> I think we, did we talk about this? I know we talked about birthdays last week as it, well. Not but, about yours at all. No. Okay. Well, when I first got here, my birthday was literally the next week. Yeah. And nobody knew me here. Yeah. And so they had a meet Nate and Kate ice cream day, which was if I'm honest, very poorly publicized and um, attended, and it, oh, yeah, and it, it showed in the attendance of like you know the the 650 average people that come to church on a Sunday, yeah. 15 showed up. Yeah, and it wasn't, and that's the funny part was it wasn't even it was not advertised at all to the church. It was only advertised to the youth, mm-hmm. um, and it was very poorly advertised to the youth. Come to find out, um, and so. Yeah, we we had like five people show up, which is fine. I didn't really care if I'm honest. I actually had just bought, um, I I had purchased something for myself for my birthday that I was very excited about that was going to take up a lot of my time. Yeah, and so I was kind of counting down the clock till everybody left so that I. Were you real? I was. Oh, one hundred percent. Because these are people I don't know now. Now, like if it's next year uh, and we do another little surprise or birthday thing with the youth for me. Uh, I would very much enjoy it because I know all these people now. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, I was like, I don't know you guys, so I don't really care to celebrate my birthday with you right now. I'd rather be doing this thing that I chose for myself. So, but it was good. Got to meet. It was mostly just the pastors' families. Yeah, and we just kind of hung out and ate ice cream. So I remember it. It was fun. It was yeah, fun. I still had a good time. We put a couple ducks on a on some jeeps. So and then the sixth graders learned you could take the whistles out of the ducks. Oh yeah, and they they went It'd be crazy. really obnoxious yeah, with them. Crazy with it. We will not be doing the ducks again. No, the ducks the ducks will be done. I think I gave them to the children's ministry. So yeah. Uh, well, as far as intern stuff this week, really, what the biggest intern thing that we did is we drove around in your car for hours on end, literally hours, um, yeah. delivering jackets. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah. So Brad, just out of the blue, he was like, hey, got a job for y'all today. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of jackets I want to give out to all my small group leaders. Really can, nice jackets, too. Yeah, they're really nice jackets. He, he was like, can y'all take them? Here's the list of addresses. So like, it was completely already planned. Yeah. And we were just like the drivers. Yeah. It was like chauffeur the jackets. Uh-huh. And so it was what it was uh, 21 houses yeah. to go visit. And it took us hours. We started hours. at two. We ended at six. I think we started at one. Uh, did we, we started at one. We yeah. started at one. We ended at six. Yeah. Just and cruising just around. Cru- now, to be fair, there was one stop that we had where, uh, which is actually a lovely time. Um, Sadly, it, it came on a not lovely. It was a it was a good time, but it wasn't a good time for it. Yeah, if that makes sense. So we got pulled into a house and had about a thirty minute conversation, uh, which again was a great conversation. It was good just to talk, uh, but that kind of put us back because we had we had an event at six yeah. that we had to be preparing for, and so uh, we were kind of counting down the the minutes while we were sitting in our chairs. But um, yeah, it was a good time in in there, and then. Obviously, just driving around and coming up with the with the dumbest sayings, listening to <laughs> Disney music. Um, yeah, most of the houses, most of the people weren't there, and when they weren't there, you kind of felt like you wasted your time. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, 
And we got to talk to a bunch of ring doorbells. We did. We- so if you were on that list, probably go look at your ring doorbell because we every ring doorbell, we said something dumb. Yeah, we did. Um, we did. Whether you opened the door or not. There was one, so we had a, we had a late drop off today. No, yes, yesterday, yesterday, um, that we couldn't make to on Tuesday, and so um, we stopped by his house. We rang the doorbell, and we were <laughs> we were basically he was, he had a ring doorbell, and we were like, "Hey, dude, we've been looking for you. We finally found you." And then I made the statement. I was like, "We've been looking for you for days." We finally, and he goes, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> and finally got to the door. Uh, and it was awesome, man. It was so cool. I liked the house that we went to, where we went to it and they had a ring. And we stood there for like a minute. Yeah. And we saw like a shadow on the other side of the door. Uh-huh. And then they just went back to what they were doing. And this is in like a pretty... You got to be really trying to get to this house. Oh yeah, it's, it's not like in the middle of somewhere. You know, it's it's just like a down a dirt road, uh, out of sight from the main road. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was like, I'm sure they don't get a lot of visitors. But the ring went off, and it was like the wife, and she was like, "Can I help you?" And we explained, you know, thank you for for doing what you do for the small group and all that. And she's like, "Oh, thank you. You know, we're not home, but my son is." And and she's like, "I'll call him." And he'll come get it. So he comes down, and as he opens the door, his mom goes, wait, aren't you the college small group leader? And I go, I was. And and her son's just staring at me. And she goes over the ring, invite him to church. (laughs) Yes. Oh, dude, that was so good. And he, you said, hey, dude. (laughs) I love the way he's like, like, we meet for small group at 11 o'clock. And he goes... Oh, what day? And he said Sunday. And he goes, cool. Didn't ask anything about where or it's cool. I, f- I felt I felt a little I felt a little bad because mom called him out like, yeah. right on the spot. So you knew his brother. Yeah, I knew his brother. Yeah. I went to college with his brother. Uh, his brother is uh, very involved with like the church and a new church plant. I think. Cool. And so, like, I just felt bad because because mom calls him out, and I'm just staring at him like. Sorry, dude. I was expecting it when he was like, when is it? And I was like, oh, it's at 11. And he goes, what day? And I said, Sunday. I was expecting him to just like, oh, I'm busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> just said, fired he off. He just said, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this wasn't awkward at all. Thanks. Um, I think. No, it was It was good. It was good. Um, so we're glad we got to hand those out. Yeah. And um, there was one woman who uh, we handed it to, and she was just so nice. And we, I really needed it. Because she came towards the end of the list. And when I say half of the people didn't answer, I mean literally half. So imagine you're driving for around eight, five hours, I guess, is what we ended up doing um, in, in, a, in a straight shot. And only half of them will answer. And so you're driving. So about two and a half hours of that was worthless. Not worthless, but um, was not fruitful in the sense of they did not get their pre- their present and some of most of them may not even knew we came by and so um this woman at the end she was like you don't understand how much i appreciate you guys bringing these this means a lot and even when we got back Brad the next day told us about how he's he's already gotten phone calls from really? from small group leaders thanking oh, them and how that. the how the personal touch really uh 
was was this was the the lady with the, the cat and the dog? Yes. Okay. She I didn't tell you. She emailed me later that night a selfie of her wearing the jacket. Let's go, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. I need that ASAP. <laughs> she she had a lot of energy for sure. I was like, I, I was like, it is just a jacket. But Maybe. but man, she loved I do. It, I wear yeah. that jacket every day now because it's warm. It is it's very a good warm. Jacket. It's actually very um it um it'll fool you, man, because it's super thin, but man, it keeps you warm. You you don't know what stuff like that means to people yeah. sometimes. To me, I'm like, ah, oh, it's a jacket. But other people it means a lot. It's the little things in life sometimes, yeah. So well, yesterday I had to sadly bury a raccoon. <laughs> Please tell. Yeah. So so I woke up yesterday and there was a raccoon laying down in our yard, backyard, like right next to our back door. Um, and so I thought he was asleep. So I started whistling at him, making noise, and he wouldn't budge. So I started poking him with a stick to try to wake him up. And then I realized, oh, you're awake. You're just on your last leg, my man. And so we, me and, me and Kate, we're not, um, we just don't have the heart to put things down uh, that way of like, you know, I don't know, hitting it over the head with shovel or even like taking it and moving it. So we were just kind of sit, I, I even dropped a few nuts in front of him just to see if he needed some food. He declined. Um, he declined. Yeah, there's the nuts are still there. Um and so, yeah, just over the course of the day, we were just monitoring him uh, randomly. And, and then uh, finally, I think last night, I got a text from Kate said he has passed away. And so uh, I buried him right next to our, our back door. Yep. That was actually um, advice from our senior pastor. Was it really? Yeah, he said he's, he's had to do that before. Uh, otherwise, animals will try to get to him. So oh, yeah. I thought... Better better to not have a bigger animal in our backyard than a raccoon. So we just buried him. Some right vultures there. tried to pick him up earlier, right? And they're yeah, like, they oh, did. He, you're they still alive. Yeah, they realized he was still alive. So luckily he was, yeah, he, we, we saved him from a miserable death and instead gave him one of honor mm-hmm. and grace. So RIP, we call him intern 3.5. Yeah. So that's it. He was, uh, he was a roommate of mine for less than 24 hours, but- yep. He was loved all the same. Yep. So, rest in peace. <laughs> you made that sound really poetic. Yeah? You made that sound really um, convincing. Well, it's it's going in his, uh, whatever they call, at the, uh, what do you- Obituary? Obituary, yeah. It's I was going to say memoir, but I was like, that's not Intern right. three and a half. Yeah. Loves, gotta... loved trash. He did. Loved the backyard. He did love my backyard. Loved breathing. But some loves get taken away. The po- the podcast is going downhill, Nate. Yeah, We're just okay. talking about dead records. Uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's switch gears a little bit. Gonna, they're going to be like episode, I don't even know, five, six? six? Sure. Six. They're like episode six? Just skip. Yeah, like you don't the, need that one. In the you middle don't need that one. It's weird. <laughs> we talk about raccoons. Um, yeah, Completely switching gears. Yes, please. Uh, let's get into something a little more serious and a little more, um, I don't know, thought-provoking. So you you brought this topic up, actually, and it, it's something that is, uh, I, I'd say, is serious amongst all churches. And if you work in a church or even if you go to a church, 
you would probably agree that this this stat holds true, and uh, which is kind of sad. Um, and w- we hope to see it not hold true. And if yeah. it doesn't, praise God. Um, but the stat is that eighty percent of the work done in a church is done by twenty percent of its people. Yeah. So twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work in the church. Yeah. How have you seen that um, in in your church life, whether it's being a member as growing up versus working as a pastoral staff and now as a pastoral intern. Cause I mean, you've been in, you've been in what, three to four churches by now? Nah, just, we'll say two. Just two. Stop okay. Wow. My second Good. one. So, um, he turned it on me quick, Nate. Um, I honestly, I haven't thought about it. You know, whenever we sat down in here, I was like, what should we talk about? And you fired off an idea and I fired back with that one. You said your idea is trash. Yeah, I said, it's terrible. That's why would we talk about that? Yeah. I said, where's in, intern 3.5? We need his ideas. Yeah. Right where is now. he? So, yeah. so, um, I've seen it and mm. I don't know if it's just a, a church statistic. You know, I've only worked in churches, but I always hear it in there. And a lot of times. I feel like it's true. Um, I do want to uh, extend to Stetson, though. I think Stetson does a, a pretty good job of diversifying its volunteers. Yeah. But whenever, like, I'm here, since we're here all the time, I have realized that I see a lot of the same faces over and over. Yeah. That that sign up for the same things. And um, it's... It's encouraging, right? It's great to see these people alive and at work in the church. But I mean, don't you wish sometimes when you looked at people that you were like, I wish I saw different faces? I'll put it this way. I think we have, especially because I agree, Stetson is unique in the fact that we do have a a good uh not maybe not majority of volunteers uh, versus of our members, but we have a good sizable number of volunteers mm-hmm. um, compared to uh, in in comparison or in ratio to the size of our church. With that being said, I think that the the harder volunteer jobs are left barren. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree and see your point that we do see we have a lot of the same fa- faces in certain areas, but um, usually what I've what I've noticed is that is because that is their place of volunteering. There's not a lot of cross volunteering, which you'll see in a lot of other churches because they they need them, and mm-hmm. so you'll see somebody working in uh, like uh, desk work as well as working in youth as well as working as like uh, a, on the welcome, labor team maintenance. Yeah, welcome, welcome team. They're on like four committees. Yeah, they're and they're doing it all. Um, here, I believe we have more of the same volunteers, uh, but only in their areas. So they kind of take ownership of an area and say, "This is where I'm serving," uh, which I think is a good model. I think it's a good model to have to to take uh, ownership of a part of your of a ministry that you're serving and give your full devoted time to that. Because uh, then I think you'll do it better than if you're split amongst, um, serving amongst many different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's my piece on that. But I do believe that we, and I've seen it firsthand in the youth, that there, there are two ministries that I would say um, may be the hardest to serve in, or maybe three ministries, and that is youth, children and preschool. 
uh, I think they take the most time as well as the most um, just labor and really the most patience because uh, it is dealing the most with most volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it deal it is very, it's an emotionally, it can be an emotionally draining uh, time when serving there, just mm-hmm. depending on um, how you are with students or with kids, because they're going to say things and do things that just maybe get on your nerves, or uh, sometimes you're just going to have to be babysitter, especially when it comes to kids or, or preschool. And and sadly, when you kind of get into maybe younger uh, in the youth, um, but I see that there there may be uh, personally we we have a a lower volunteer. Um, ratio in in those areas uh especially in youth right now than we'd like to see and so that that is kind of disheartening in the sense but i don't i don't think that's just stetson i think that's oh no no this is a a problem everywhere yeah Uh, every church has these same struggles i was i was told by i don't remember who but they they said when you're in ministry always expect the challenge of needing more volunteers Mm, that's good so. Yeah, uh, and, and we've we've. I'd like to get your opinion on on this uh, this piece or this saying. We we've talked about it before, but of people leaving, uh, and I, chil- this is usually used in the sense of children's ministry, uh, but can be used in the sense of really any volunteering of any ministry. You saying the words, "I've done my time." Oh yeah, I've so done fun. my time. So fun! What a joy! What yeah. a joy when people say that. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that earlier today, actually. So before I came here, I was a part-time children's pastor for five years. Mm-hmm. Five years, and I and I spent a lot of time with kids, and I had the challenge of constantly needing volunteers, constantly. And this did not bode well with my personality at the time because I'm I was very not not non-confrontational, but I felt honestly, I, I felt like I had like I was burdening people when mm. I asked them for servicing opportunities, which isn't true. But so I would go up to people and I would say, like, we really need help in the children's ministry. We need people to serve, or this won't function. And I would get that answer. Uh, No, thank you. I used to serve in children's ministry when my children were in it. I've done my time. Mm. And I, and I thought that that phrase always grinded my gears because it sounds more like a, a punishment than a joy that you served in the ministry. Yeah. But, Ooh, circle it around, raise the roof while I'm at it. Boom. Here we go. Um, I was yesterday, I got the opportunity to just hang out in the children's ministry, uh, not do any, not like serve in any capacity, but just like spectate. And um, I can say pretty confidently, I would prefer to not serve in the children's ministry Mm. if need be. I would never say the phrase, you know, I've done my time, but I do I do think that people do have different callings on where they should serve. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe instead of saying I did my time, maybe people should say I serve elsewhere. Which means they need to serve. Yeah, changing <laughs> words. And well, I think there is there's a I, I agree there's a portion of you going, um, man, because I, I I've I've talked to you about this. I just don't I'm the same way. Uh, like children's ministry is just something where I've just never felt a, a calling to be in there uh, to to serve. I just don't. I also don't feel like I do well mm-hmm. in children's ministry. Um, that's just 
that's just my path. That's just my my calling to who I am, um, or, or what I've seen in my life in in the sense of that ministry. Um, man, I, I give so much credit and and um, you know, praise God that there are people that are very very attuned to be able to serve in that ministry, whether leadership or volunteering. It is it is much needed um, to to have great leaders in that area, and so. Uh, and we have a great leader in there right now, uh, Nicole Harper. What, so what? you get a shout out, Nicole. Yeah, of course. Um, so I agree, there is a calling. I also feel like sometimes the the calling could just be the need. So if there is a need yeah. in an area, um, and it has been noted, it has been known. Um, I think sometimes we might have this hands off approach of saying, "Well, hey, I just don't feel like that's where." Uh, God, I, God is going to be using me at this church. I'd rather be serving here. Um, and I think that's great. But I think when there is a need, sometimes it is just a, hey, the, the need is here and God says meet the need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, you know, that might not be for forever. It might not be even for a very long time. But it's while the need is present, we might need just to uh, kind of move our our preferences around and say you know I will do this for the certain amount of time I will, I will do my time if you will uh because it's what the church needs right now or it's what this ministry needs I was I was told when learning about like church planning and stuff instead of asking people if if you want to plan a new church and and launch from another church you sort of want a good core group you want a good launch group to go yeah. with you and so what you do is you ask people can you come worship in my church for a year, six months? Like, like give a time. I'll give frame. an end date. Yeah, give yeah. a time frame so that like you set an expectation, and so you know it's like the purpose is to help a new church. The purpose is to expand the ministry. Same with children's ministry or whatever ministry, but. Here's the time frame we're looking at. Here's yeah. the expectation. Yeah. And and it's like and if you don't if you don't feel like this is the fit for you, if this doesn't, you know, cater to your gifts or if you feel like, you know, God's moving you to serve elsewhere, it's fine. Yeah. You know. You gave it you gave it a shot. Yeah, you, you gave you, it a shot. You fulfilled what you said you would. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um no, I was I was talking to our students uh, a few weeks ago at, at a um in a group setting and we we do it on Tuesday nights called SLU uh and one of the questions i asked was hey what have you seen this semester in the youth uh that you've really enjoyed uh, i kind of asked it a two parter of what's something that you really enjoyed that we can continue to do uh maybe something that's new something that would change or something that has been the same that we've just carried over uh, or, and then on the second side, uh, the other side of the coin was, what's something that we've done that you haven't enjoyed as much that you think, hey, I'd rather see this change more, whether it's adapted or if we just remove something as a whole. Um, and then with with obviously the parameters of we will not change our worship time and our sermon. Like we will have a time of worship and we will have a message every Wednesday night that will be biblical. Those are the two things that will not change. <laughs> Everything around that, very changeable. But those yeah. things, those yeah, are I don't stay. like the preaching. Yeah, like, can you uh, cut that out? Can we just <laughs> hang out? Can we just not? Uh, I don't think any of the students would say that, but it's always good just to let them know. Those are things that are going to stay. Um, and what they said was the the volunteers this year have been so engaging and that has been so encouraging that's to great us. To hear. and man i almost floated 
Like that was just to hear that because um, that shows how pivotal our volunteers truly are. Uh, and so the ones that we have that are serving, uh, the, in, in, in that respect, they're talking about the ones that are on Wednesday night. But I think it's just as true on the Sunday morning, uh, the volunteers that we do have have done such a good job. Uh, and you can see that the students really enjoy and are taking away uh, good things from them. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost just a testament to uh, like serving in a church is not usually for you, but it's for the people that you're serving. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talk about our welcome team. I think our welcome team is one of the most important uh, service service teams that we have in the sense that the the people that are just coming to the church that may not know God, we don't know where they stand. That's their first representation of what a church is to them. Yeah. Is now these people with a welcoming smile saying, please come in. How can I help you? Hey, it's so good to see you. I've never met you. How, like, could you, could we talk a little bit about who you are? Um, hey, how can we, we serve you? Hey, we got, we got a cafe to the right if you want. Hey, go, go get seated. We're going to, we're just glad you're here to worship with us. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a pivotal thing. And that's what our volunteers have been doing such a good job in the youth, especially on Wednesday nights. Uh, they're not sitting in a corner, but rather they're coming out and they're hanging out with the students. They're checking on them. They're playing games with them. They're shooting the basketball with them. They're playing, they're beating them in Super Mario, whatever it is. They're doing it with them, and people are noticing that, and the students are noticing that. So oh, yeah. that has been very, very encouraging to see. And and that should be more of an encouragement to we need to serve. We need to continue to serve, uh, whether we're a part of the church uh, through staff or even if we're a part of it through membership. So so that'll that'll lead to this. This is our, our I guess, the, the big question I have that is so broad in general and has so many nuances to it. There's no way you can get this answer right. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm going to get it right. I bet you will. Should every church member volunteer? Mm, that's good. That's good. My answer is yes. Okay. My answer is yes. Now we get to the nitty gritty. How often? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, I mean, I think really just depends on your church model a lot of a lot of ways. Um, obviously, I think the correct model is to look at uh, what is a biblical model of a church membership or church model, and that is that we are the body of Christ. We are servicing as the body of Christ, uh, just the, the local church along with the universal church. And so we're called to serve the church. Uh, and I, I, so I think a lot of it is on a need-to-need basis. Um, so obviously, if, you, if we had all 700 and, and whatever the exact number of members serving at this church, every person would serve uh, way less than the what we're having right now. We'd also probably have more service opportunities than we have to yeah. try to fit. Um, so I think it depends on your church size, uh, as well as w- how obtainable is that. Obviously, it's not obtainable at all. Um, you know, in theory it works, but just with life, uh, you can't expect yeah. that because I, I don't think it's the it's not it's not the correct thing to then go to every person that's co- become a member who's just now getting into the church and go okay where are you serving yeah plug where, in where are we going right now all right well you got to serve somewhere um, it does need to be more of an organic choice rather than uh, you know shove it down somebody's throat that they oh, need yeah. to serve um, so yeah I, I think it is it's very. Uh, where where is the service needed and how much is the service needed is all dependent on how many do we have serving man how cool would it be my and i've i've talked about this with with people not on the podcast but my uh, my 
my great vision is actually from a church that I went to that had this model, which would be that on Sunday mornings, we would have a small group for every grade and every gender. Uh, and and if need be, really, the, the, the big plan would be, the greatest plan would be every grade and every gender would be split. And we would have three leaders for every single one. Wow. And the way that it would work is that everyone would rotate. So you'd have two leaders every week with one off and it would just rotate like that. So you'd have, you would be teaching two out of every three weeks. And then that one week we'd ask you just to, Hey, take your time. Yeah. If you want to come hang out, come hang out, but we want you to stay rejuvenated. We don't want you to feel burdened. Like you have to do this all the time that you don't have any. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, that's the model that I would love to implant, but obviously uh, just where we're at and where a lot of churches at, uh, that's a very far off reach and that's a very far off vision. So, so I don't know if that helps at all. Uh, kind of, kind of, I, 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 it's exactly where I feel like I started with my thoughts on this. Yeah. So, but that sounds like you're describing like a perfect utopian student society. Yeah. And next, 100% of them would volunteer to pray every time you ask. Every time I ask. Every time you ask. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. So. But okay. Well, cool. I think where we are is we just have to say, man, thank God for all the, the people that do serve. Yeah. Uh, and if you're on the fence about serving, my encouragement would be, please do. Try it you somewhere. Will, I, think, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised um, with with what servings will yeah. do. Um Really, even just with your relationship to God, um, and if you're if you're burnt out from serving, take your rest and 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 get ready to kind of jump back in if you can. Yeah. So. Yeah. That is good wisdom. From a 22 year old, from let's a, go. From an intern. From an less. intern. I want. I know we've we've mentioned this, but our entire like reasoning for even not entire reasoning, but one of our reasonings for making this podcast is we were like, man, we are two people that probably have the the least amount of reputation and and uh <laughs> reason to tell you how to live. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> like you you probably can listen to us and be like, man, that's good. And then sometimes we'll say things and we'll go, well they're interns, so maybe they don't know what they're doing. We, yeah, we gotta we gotta cash that check as much as possible. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So all right, well, that's all I got. You got anything? No. Great answer. (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. (laughs) Bye. Have a great week. Uh, Grace and peace.